In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Poor Joseph. He's like the constant punchline to Rodney Dangerfield jokes. He doesn't get any respect. He gets a few mentions in Holy Scripture. But the most important mention he gets happens one verse before today's Holy Gospel. Two verses, to be exact. And Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. Joseph is in the house and lineage of David. The first 16, 17 verses of Matthew's gospel is the family tree. And it starts with Abraham, like a good Jew would. For Abraham is their father, and our father too, by faith. And it goes all the way through the list, ending with Joseph. But poor Joseph, he doesn't get any Christmas carols. We have never heard on the radio 7,400 times up to this point, Joseph, did you know? We sing this morning, the angel Gabriel from heaven came, but she comes to visit Mary. Mary gets all the publicity at Christmas time because she is the bearer of the light of the world who comes in and breaks through time and space and is the word made flesh, God with us. Joseph, the poor guy just wants to do the right thing. He's a just man. He is unwilling to put her to shame because she is with child. Not his child. Someone else's child. This is a scandal. He wants to do the right thing. Let's get lawyers involved, but let's be quiet about it and go on with our lives. He's made up his mind and counted to three. I'm going to do the right thing. An angel of the Lord appears to Joseph in a dream to let him know that the right thing is the wrong thing. Joseph, son of David. Big time that he's called son of David. Big time. House and lineage of David. Remember, that's why they go to Bethlehem. House and lineage of David. Messiah comes through, you guessed it, the house and lineage of David. Do not fear to take Mary as your wife, 
For that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Not a scandal. Divine intervention. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Yeshua. That's Jesus' name in Aramaic. The branch of Hebrew that is spoken at this time and place. Yeshua. What does Yeshua mean? It's a semi-complete sentence. The Lord saves. Yeshua. Where's the object? We all, most of us, had to diagram sentences in English class in junior high school. We didn't much care for it then, and now pastor brings it up on Christmas Eve. Is he determined to ruin my Christmas? No. But it's good to think about diagramming sentences today. Because we need to find out who the object of the subject is. The Lord saves. Who? The first person that comes to mind is Joseph. He wanted to do the right thing. And in his mind, he thought it was the right thing. You and I want to do the right thing. And we reflect on it all the time, especially this time of the year. We want to do the right thing. We walk on eggshells around certain members of the family because it's the right thing to do. We don't want to anger anyone. We don't want to ruin anyone's Christmas. So we've made up our minds what the right thing to do is. Push it under the rug, pretend it's not there, and maybe it will go away quietly. Kind of like Joseph. Poor Joseph. The Lord saves him. in spite of him wanting to do the right thing. Even at this late stage in the game, beloved, it's not too late for Joseph to have his priorities reshifted. The reason why is because all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they, they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Another name for Jesus. Jesus has all sorts of names. The Lord saves Joseph. That's the one that draws our attention today. 
Because when Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not. In the biblical way of knowing, let's have a beverage and talk about that another time. But knew her not until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. That's what dads do in Bible times. They give the name. And he gives the name that was given to him by the angel. Jesus. The Lord saves. The Lord saves Joseph. The Lord saves Joseph not because Joseph had to have his priorities shifted at the last minute. He saved him because he loved him before there even was a Joseph. The Lord saved everyone in this list that I have in front of me here in the Bible. If I'd have been wise, we'd have heard them all today. But poor Vicar would have been put through quite an exercise in elocution pronouncing some of these names. Shealtiel, Zerubbabel, Abiud, Eliakim, Zadok, Achim, Eliud, Eliezer, Matan. Who are these people? They are the names of those whom the Lord saves. On the eve of celebrating our Lord's nativity, the time when he comes to pitch his tent among us. We have names. Not names that are drawn out of a hat at Thanksgiving to figure out who's going to buy what for Christmas time. Nothing wrong with that. Not names of naughty and nice lists. Not names of people that will get invited and will not get invited to Christmas this year. We get names. Your name is on that list, beloved. Put your name where Joseph's name is. The Lord saves, state your name, and don't say state your name. (laughs) The Lord saves David. The Lord saves Nicholas. The Lord saves Jeremy. The Lord saves Lynette. The Lord saves Rebecca. The Lord saves Henry. The Lord saves George. The Lord saves Barbara. Put your name there. That's Christmas. It's the whole reason the joint gets decorated. The whole reason your joint gets decorated, even if it's a Charlie Brown tree, and that's okay. You decorate the place because the Lord saves you. You do not have to worry about names. 
You do not have to worry about doing the right thing today, tonight, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, or in 1987. It's all done in Jesus, and he declares it to be perfect. Because the Lord saves you. Perfectly saves you. Righteously saves you. In holiness, he saves you and declares you to be holy. Precious. My child. My possession. My treasure that I love more than anything else. That's your name that finishes the sentence of the name of the Savior that Joseph was privileged to give. He did the right thing. Well, pastor, he had prompting to do it. Who cares? He did the right thing. It may not have been the right thing in his eyes, but it was the right thing in our Heavenly Father's eyes. And he chose the right man to do it. Poor Joseph. He doesn't get any respect. But on Christmas Eve, he certainly does. For doing what seems to be a non-thing. He doesn't divorce her. He lets it play out. He takes the long game. And when the time came, the eighth day, which we'll hear about, God willing, a week from tonight, he's asked the question, what is this child named? And he answers it, Jesus. Joseph does what a dad does, what a husband does. What a child of God does. He hearkens. He listens. And upon listening, he follows through. Not to earn brownie points. Not for a divine backpat. Because the Lord saves him. The Lord saves you. Even if there is not one other thing you can think of this Christmas that's worth celebrating, beloved. And yeah, it's probably going to be a hard candy Christmas for a lot of people. You have the most priceless gift on earth. Salvation. Because your name is at the end of that sentence. Grafted into the vine of righteousness. Covered in Christ's blood. Propitiated. As John says in today's epistle. Had the sin offering laid on you. And are declared not guilty before the eyes of God our Father in heaven.
Merry Christmas. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.